Hey guys, it's Lynn right here with you on Seriously. I'm coming to you most days from right here at anchor.fm front slash seriously. Or better yet, add me to your favorite podcast app. That way you never miss out on any of the episodes coming your way. I have wrestled with this situation, this experience, for quite a few years now. And few know what have what happened to me um and i have been well my words not theirs unjustly treated terribly by a group of people and now that we're coming to the end of the school year of my oldest school career I think it's time to set the record straight and air out the shit so let's get into it just about three years ago I was physically and verbally attacked by two parents in the FFA barn one morning while I was feeding my oldest lamb. It was probably one of the most unnerving experiences I've ever had in my life. Um, They were absolutely waiting for me. And if you've ever felt ganged up on verbally and physically, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Nobody should ever have to go through what I did in those five minutes. I still see the whole experience. It's something that will stick with me forever. And unfortunately, my kid was chastised because of this. You would think that things would have turned out differently, but they didn't. And to my piece in this, it was all because of a post that I put on my personal. Now remember... My personal social media page that was private, but an advisor had access to. She had taken a screenshot and forwarded on to these parents. Thus putting me in harm's way. Now, this is exactly what was on my personal, private Facebook page. This is the post, and it said, Mr. I can't say the last name for privacy reasons. You have raised yourself 
some disrespectful sons. I hope you're proud. Within five minutes of putting that post up, I was like, what, what the fuck am I doing? So I took it down. Literally, it was only seen by four people. Three of them don't even live in this town. But the one that forwarded on to those parents put me in harm's way. I have never been so fearful for my life. I've never had a stranger put their hands on me, push me, poke me, slap me in the side of the head. When I went to the school administration to try and get some help, I was told, well, maybe you did something to piss them off. Funny that principal's no longer there. That was the last I spoke of that experience. There were only two other people that knew of this experience. My daughter was continued to be bullied by the two boys. To the point that she had to have friends walk her to class. All the while, she would say, please mom, don't say anything. I don't want any issues with my FFA stuff. Boy, if we only had a crystal ball. Because by not saying anything, she still got screwed. Like, big time. And then I had a group of parents who decided to make it their mission to do whatever they could to keep my kid from participating and to make sure that they did everything they could to make sure that we were unwelcome. And as I look back on the experience, I think to myself, I should have done more. I should have spoke up. But you know what? I was worried. I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to cause any problems. I didn't want my kid to have a tough time. And it absolutely backfired. Because she got so fucked over, I I can't even begin to tell you. And yes, I have the evidence. Boy, do I ever. What makes us as humans act in such a way? You know, to this day, I, I think to myself, I should have stood up for myself. I should have stood up for my kids. But I didn't. I should have fought back. 
but I couldn't. You see, fear is paralyzing. And when you when you have a situation like that happen to you, and it's somewhat reminiscent of what you escaped from previously, the only thing that you can do is breathe. And at that point, I found it, found it very hard. The days and weeks that followed that incident were some of the toughest. I had this group of parents that were involved with the boosters go to such great lengths to make me feel as if I had done something so wrong that I stopped participating in the one thing that I absolutely loved. And I watched the love and the passion for FFA slowly die within my kid. And that is more painful than what I went through. I will never understand the nastiness, the all-out shittiness by people when they don't know the real story. When you assume to know, but you really don't. It is probably something that at the end of the day will absolutely boost my kid on to do greater things. I think for her the biggest slap in the face was when she was awarded a scholarship and it's normally a thousand seven fifty five hundred they had to give her something because she applied and she was qualified and she looked at me looked at the amount that she got and she's like you know what mom I honestly didn't even expect them to give me anything. She goes, because of how they feel about you. And that hurts my heart more than anything. And I told her that I was sorry. And her reply was, I'm not sorry. You've shown me how to stand up for yourself and to be true to who you are. And one day, I'm going to do great things 
and they're going to try and claim that I was part of the program and I will make sure that they cannot. Now you're probably wondering why I'm sharing this with you. One, because I've been carrying this around for a long time. I'm not saying this to be vindictive. I'm not saying this to stir the pot. I'm not naming any names. But I come to you guys several times a week and talk about speaking your truth, standing up for who you are, and in reality, I've been a fraud because I have not stood up for me. I did not stand up for my kid. I sat back and let a small group of people take advantage emotionally and mentally of my kid and me. And you know what the sick thing is, is that I kept trying to be part of So I am here today to tell you, no matter what, you speak your truth. You do not let someone hurt you, hurt your kids, take advantage of you. Because you do not want to live with that regret. Would I have done things differently? I'd like to think so. But I wouldn't have been vindictive about it. My ultimate solution would have been having cameras installed, having code of conduct, having a more present body of school officials in there that are involved with the program. I'm not in the business of taking someone down. I'm not in the business of destroying someone's life. And to those who thought that they destroyed my kid, you only made her stronger. And to those group of parents who thought that they were keeping me out of something, thank you. Thank you. I wish you nothing but the best. And I hope that when karma comes around, you understand why. But I wish you nothing but the best. Well, that's enough soul bearing. Thank you all for listening. Don't do what I did. Don't sit back and be victimized. Don't accept someone's vitriolic behavior. And when your kid is being victimized, you are their best advocate. 
and you need to step up. No matter how painful, no matter how hard, you do what is right. Not to right the wrong, but you do what is right. Because at the end of the day, you still have to look at yourself in the mirror. All right, guys. And to any of those parents, my door is always open. If you have questions, if you want to know something, come and ask. I will tell you. That's the kind of person I am. I will I own my shit. Do you? Have a wonderful day, guys. Always speak your truth. Thank you for being you. Thank you for coming back and listening every day. And thank you for your support and guiding me to be a better version of me. And I hope that I'm helping you as well. Take care. Much love. And I'll see you here again. Bye-bye.